Welcome back to another episode of the Profitable Audience Podcast. I am back with our special guest, Liz Saunders. Last week, you heard about how to uh, quit your job in a positive way. And this week, we're going to talk all about uh, why Liz quit her job and what she's working on and why you need to be a part of it today. So welcome back, Liz. Thanks, Tony. Good to see you. <laughs> I'm having massive... Di- we had some major recording issues last week. So uh, I feel like we've recorded this day. I feel like we're in a... Was it Groundhog Day? Yeah. We just keep reliving the same day over and over. That's basically what we've done. Anyway, welcome back. Oh, thank you. Sorry, that's to me. <laughs> yeah, that's to you. Welcome <laughs> back. audience. Good to see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Good to see everybody through the podcast, Mike. Yes. Anyway, so you, we talked last week about you leaving your job at Jungle Scout because you had come up with an idea uh, around the Amazon Influencer Program, and you have actually developed a tool that Amazon Influencers can use to help find profitable products. Before we dive into the tool, We've already done a podcast, Steve and I, on the Amazon Influencer Program. However, it's two rookies, and now we have the all-star in the house. So let's talk a little bit about the Amazon Influencer Program and why this is sort of a no-brainer for people to sign up. Yeah, absolutely. So I think especially when we're talking to an audience of content creators, right, this becomes the no-brainer that you're talking about, right? Because... Amazon has created this program where if you create content on, you know, one of the four major platforms, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, you can apply for this program and get approved with that audience, but then you don't have to sell to that audience. It's this is like an offshoot of the Amazon Associates, also known as the affiliate program, but you're not required to drive traffic, right? So you're creating content which is called shoppable content that lives on Amazon, and then you get paid when somebody watches your video, which is a lot of times placed on the product listing while they're shopping. So if somebody watches that and then makes a decision to buy, you get a commission, right? So it's, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like you you want to talk about it and you're like, but it just sounds too good to be true. And then you go and look at it, you're like, oh, this is really working. <laughs> It really is true. So for people who already create content, one, you can repurpose content probably that you're already doing. Two, it's not another thing you have to pitch to your audience. And three, it just is placed by Amazon and it's not like your content expires, right? So you're not dealing with deals or day of stuff or anything else, right? You can create content and my case, March of 22, and it's still bringing in commission in, you know, October of 23. It's a pretty like sustainable program. Now you're making some money on somebody else's platform. So you ride the roller coaster, right? Like sometimes it's much better. And sometimes it's like, what are they testing today? But for the longevity of the program, there is like consistency across like my best performing videos, right? Are still performing after, you know, well over the 12 month mark. So for people who have absolutely no idea what we're talking about, and uh, most people I would say are Amazon shoppers. So <laughs> when you go on Amazon and you're looking for a product, you land on a listing. And usually mm-hmm. there are a series of images that live to the left of the big image that you see when you click on a product listing. And this is on desktop mobile. It's probably a little bit different where the 
where you see those smaller images. And I tend to click through on those images because I want to look at things like product dimensions or like I was actually looking for a pair of pants the other day and like all the photos kept showing the waist. I was looking just for like yoga type pants. Like I was looking for loungewear, let's be honest. Uh, But (laughs) I wanted to see the bottom, right? I wanted to see, I didn't want the tight around the ankle. I wanted something that I could like slip on pretty easily. And so I clicked through the images to try to find that. Well, with videos, these videos that you can create for the influencer program, they're at the bottom of that group of photos. So you have five or six photos. And at the bottom, you have that little looks like a photo, but it has a play button on it. And then when you click on that, that will actually bring up the videos. Now, if you're a brand selling on Amazon, you can upload your own videos to the product listing. And if you're an influencer, and there is an open video slot. So if the the listing has the ability to show videos, Mm -hmm. your video can live there. And that's sort of like the gold standard, right? If you can get your video on that um, product listing top carousel, which is what it's called, that is where the money is for Mm -hmm. most people. Like, you know, there's other ways to, there's other placements that will make you money, but that's sort of the gold standard. And the thing that Liz is talking about that I think is so cool is that, yes, the videos that you make it's not like Instagram where once you your reel goes viral, it sort of disappears into the ether after a couple of days or a couple of weeks. I have videos, Liz has videos, lots of other influencers have videos that have consistently performed. My best performing video as far as watch time click-throughs is my very first video. Yeah. Isn't that, that crazy? I made. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's me washing a window. So if you want to get a good laugh, uh <laughs> But yeah, so these videos have longevity. It's not mm-hmm. as if, you know, you post a Facebook post and it does well for a couple of days and then it disappears. And that's what I think is nice about it is the more videos you make, the more opportunity you have to earn money on the platform. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you just described it well, right? Like it's like, okay, so you have a couple factors going into it, right? When you're looking at the product listing and trying to figure out like, is this a product that I want to move forward with? So you're looking for the upper carousel, you're looking for how many other influencers and all those things. But like when you find those listings and then, you know, you get that placement, I do think there's a little bit of like being the first person on there or the first couple people on there. It seems to have like, there are honeymoon periods and all that stuff, but it's pretty interesting to like get into some of the mundane items right? So like yours was like the window washer. Mm -hmm. Mine was like a shade tent is one of my best performing. The other is like the dog vacuum that I use. Like I find the things that need the most explanation tend to do Mm -hmm. well or the things that people really like the yoga pant flare. So it's funny. I was like, yeah, because you want the tight one. And you were like, I didn't want the tight one. I'm like, oh, that's fascinating because I like the other (laughs) style. But those are the types of things that like as people in the Amazon influencer program, the content we create helps people know those things like how to put up the tent. How well does this window washer work? Do these flare at the bottom or are they the kind that you just like, you know, fit to your ankle? Those are the types of questions that like shoppers have that we answer, which creates a ton of value for the ecosystem as a whole. Which I think is also a very good point because and obviously, none of us know the mind of Amazon. Obviously, if we did, we'd be at least, we wouldn't be recording a podcast right now. We'd be on some island somewhere yeah. that we owned. But uh, <laughs> you know, Amazon's goal is to educate the shopper. Mm-hmm. 
for many reasons, right? Like the more educated a shopper is, the more likely they are to buy, right? They're mm-hmm. likely to make that purchase decision. They're also more like less likely to make a return. Correct. So like if I get these yoga pants and I didn't get to see the bottom of them and they come and they've got the tight ankle, then I'm probably going to send them back because it's like, oh no, I really wanted like the looser ankle pants. Yeah. So the more information, and obviously people are still going to return, like that's sure. part of the part of the deal. However, the more educated people are before they make a purchase, the more likely they are to be happy with the purchase, yep. not return the purchase. And a video can convince somebody to buy. Personally, as a shopper, I watch a lot of video content mm-hmm. to make a decision. In fact, one of the videos that I posted just in the last couple of weeks was that little tool that comes with the balloon arch kit. Yes. And it's like, this is how you use this to tie the balloons, but there's literally, I mean, I'm sure this kit came straight from Asia. You know, there's no directions on anything. It's just like they give you balloons and some tape and some string and they're like, good luck. (laughs) Arch your way. (laughs) Yeah. And so we spent probably 20 minutes searching for a tutorial on how to use this little plastic tool that helps you tie balloons. Well, of course, as we're searching, I was like, well, we're making a video Because there was none on Amazon. It was all on Mm. YouTube, right? People just like, hey, here's Mm -hmm. how you use the little tool. And uh, so, of course, uh, I made a video just with that, put it up. Uh, The conversions are low. It's not not a high selling product. It wasn't one of those strategic buys. It was like I needed to make a balloon arch. So (laughs) I bought it. Uh, However, that video has a crazy amount of views. Yeah. Because people are like, how the heck do I use this little red thing that came in the package? Uh, anyway, so yeah, I think that there's a lot to be said about educating people. Yep. And then obviously the benefit for you as a content creator is that you get paid. Yes. Yep. Now let's, I want to do one distinction because we get this question a lot in the course and I'm sure you get it all the time. If you're an Amazon affiliate or an Amazon yep. associate, so you're posting Amazon affiliate links on your website, on social media. One thing I do love about that is that they cookie these people And maybe you're talking about the yoga pants, right? So they go and buy the yoga pants, but they also buy like a patio set and a big screen TV and, you know, a dog collar and, you know, two packages of subscribe and save whatever, you know, and their order is like 1200 bucks, right? As an, as an affiliate for Amazon, you do earn commission on everything someone buys when they click through your link. Yep. As a, uh, Amazon influencer, it is not the case. So kind of explain how people get paid for the influencer videos. Absolutely. So the differentiation that goes into why we're paid this way too, right, is because as an associate, you're driving traffic too. As an influencer, it's on-site traffic or yeah, on-site shoppers where your content is. So basically I uploaded a video in March of 2022. Amazon has placed it in different things and I have not driven any traffic to that listing. And so I make between one and 4% when somebody watches or engages with my content. So watching a video or engaging with a shoppable photo, right? Because there are videos and photos that we can do and then buys an item. And so I like to say, and then they buy an item because you have basically what we think is last touch attribution. So if they make a purchase after your content is what they've been engaging with, And it doesn't necessarily have to be the item that you created content for. So the shade tent that I have, right, is um, I've sold a lot of shade tents, not just that one, which is kind of funny, right? So like, but I only have at the time, now I have two shade tents that I've done reviews for, done shoppable content for. 
But for the longest time, I only had the one. And you get basically what I call like a one-click distance for um, attribution. So like if I'm doing shade tent, you know, shoppable content, they watch it and then they decide to buy a different shade tent one click later, I still get that attribution. But I don't get everything in their cart. I just get one item. And it just has to be, we think from the time they watched my video, it needs to be basically their next interaction with Amazon is that they buy something. So if your video is so good that they're like, I definitely don't want this shade tint. I want the one listed underneath it as right. people also look at. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. that is that is a good point because I think that is one of the the two biggest differentiators in my mind between associates and influencers mm -hmm. is on associates, you have to drive the traffic. You have to drive the clicks to Amazon. But as a reward, you want those people to buy the big screen, right? Yeah. Like you want to send them with the $5 item and hope that they shop like everybody else does on Amazon <laughs> and and put the thing that they absolutely did not need in their cart and buy it. Right. Uh, the slushy maker, the, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> with the influencers, the, what I find to be the most appealing part of it is you don't have to push traffic to it. You're not spamming your audience with like, here's this that I bought on Amazon. I mean, like, cause the amount of stuff we buy on Amazon, oh, just yeah. personally, not even strategically, like <laughs> yeah. we could have an entire today in the life of someone who shops on Amazon every day. <laughs> here's my six videos. Uh, so anyway, you know, you, you're, you don't have to drive any traffic. So you're not yeah. getting the benefit of you know, pushing people there because, you know, Amazon, obviously when, uh, when affiliates drive traffic, it's not free money to Amazon, but it's like, they're not paying unless you do, unless people buy. Right. So it's free advertising in a way for Amazon. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we talked, you know, I think people, and if you go back and listen to the other episode, if you want to know more in depth about the influencer program, but one of the things that I think is really important is strategic shopping. Right. And there is nothing wrong, and I, Liz and I both recommend this in our course, is that there's nothing wrong with reviewing the things that you purchase on Amazon or when you go to purchase something on Amazon and you are like, okay, I need a mixing bowl set. Mm -hmm. And you look at all the mixing bowl sets and you're like, this one actually might have more of an opportunity to get reviews based on some factors that we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, so I'm going to buy this set over this set because I don't really care. Right. right. I don't have my heart set on this specific thing. So there's a difference between buying things for your personal use, but maybe being slightly strategic about it versus like, I want to make a full time income. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to buy the things that are going to make me the most money. And just before we even get into this, let's talk about like potential revenue opportunities. Like, let's talk about the people that are making like, what's the top that you've heard of? Or people you know, let's talk about people you know personally, because yeah. that's, you know, a better yeah. indicator. <laughs> Versus like, hey, I want to do this while my kid takes a nap. I'm just going to review the products that I already buy. And hopefully it pays for my Amazon shopping. Absolutely. So we'll start at the top, right? So we have people in our inner circle doing ten to $14,000 a month right now. Um, very specifically, buying items in order to create shoppable content for it. It is their main focus, although I don't want to say it's their full-time thing, right? Because I they're doing this without, you know, 40 hours a week. You know, this can be your main focus and not take 40 hours a week. Um, so that's kind of like the high end right now of what we're seeing. Um, and then if you back it down, we've got people doing, you know, 
pretty easily $500 to $1,000 a month. Like if you're consistently creating content, couple hours a week, you're updating it, you're you know keeping an eye on it, but not like your main focus necessarily, that $500 to $1,000 mark tends to be where most people like who are not intentionally scaling, they get there and then decide if they want it to continue to be kind of like a side hustle and you know pour a little bit more into it, get up to that $3,000 a month category. Um, or if they just want to kind of sit and let it ride at that 500 to a thousand. So that is kind of like where we see people make that decision and then jump to that like next level. Um, and then we have, I, I think we're starting to see, right. These like three camps of like where people sit for this. And then we have people who are like making back what they spend on Amazon, you know? And so being intentional about their daily purchases, creating shoppable content and reimbursing basically the the household income for your Amazon budget, which I mean, you know, I can't overstate enough how much my Amazon budget is. <laughs> so just like recouping the Amazon costs is a pretty big deal just in general. So those are kind of like the spreads. And I do want to, I was talking to, um, someone who does merch and has done Amazon merch for years, right? So another Amazon program where you can earn a stream of income pretty passively. You don't have any inventory, right? So it's it's pretty like um, similar to the influencer program, different than FBA where you've got inventory and all of that stuff, right? And something that he said that we just kind of passed over when I did the interview with him though was he was like, you know, some months I'm doing 5,000, some months I'm doing $12,000. And I think it's so important to call out that when you're on Amazon's platform, some months are going to be 5,000 and some months are going to be 12,000, right? And so this is kind of where I see we're at with influencer right now, where we're starting to get into like, it's a little bit more of a system. They're creating more terms of service. They're creating the infrastructure for kind of like the longevity of the program right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we see kind of like this mix across all kind of like three buckets of, you know, content creators. So, (laughs) yeah. And I think Amazon's no different than anything else. Like most Mm -hmm. businesses have cycles, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Like for example, I joined the program right before prime day and immediately saw like crazy levels of sales, Mm -hmm. which I knew I was not, I wasn't under the impression that my three videos were so amazing that (laughs) I was making a hundred dollars a day, just randomly, you know, (laughs) uh, from four, four, four pieces of content. Like, uh, but like you think about like when people are shopping and the types Mm -hmm. of things that you're reviewing. Mm -hmm. Right. So you will see some like up and downs, I think in general, just like in any business um, where you have, you know, better times of the year and depending on what you sell, it could be, you know, sometimes, I mean, there are businesses that don't do a lot of business over the holidays, right. Because they're just not holiday based businesses. And then, (laughs) you know, uh, so yeah, so that's, so if we're going to, let's just talk about people that are getting in to the program. Yep. They're not willing to like quit their full-time, whatever they're doing. Uh, they just want to do something on the side to kind of test the waters. Let's talk about the product research because you have a mm. tool that makes this incredibly simple, but if people aren't ready to like make the commitment right away, yeah. like how hard is it to find those products? And I, like I use the tool, I will tell you the tool makes it infinitely easier. <laughs> if you're thinking about doing this in any way, like I will plug, I support this. Like there, there is a huge bias, like the yeah. tool's amazing. However, I understand as someone who started a business for $10 when I started my website and, yep. you know, in 2008, I didn't have money to buy a tool. 
So if you want to get your feet wet and be like, okay, I'm not willing to invest in something like big, like a camera, right? Or anything, anything yeah. like investing in the business. Like, let's just walk people through like a quick tutorial of like, how do you find a product that you know, it's like, well, there's a chance that I could earn some money from this. Yeah. Well, and to be clear, right, the tool launched five months ago and the program has been around for a little over two years at this point. Like we've all been doing yeah, like this manually up to this point. So the tool is a convenience, right? Mm -hmm. And something that definitely when you're in it and trying to streamline is there for you until you're at that point. This is what we've all been doing up to now anyway. So <laughs> yeah. you're in good company. Um, so the things that you want on a product listing. Let's talk about that because the you're going to be clicking into a product and taking a look to see if it's something, whether you're shopping for daily use or strategic or any of those things, you can be strategic about your daily use items as a starting point, right? So when you look at the product listing, the first thing you're going to look for is that upper video carousel. And like Tony said, that's in the main images, it's like usually just underneath the main image or to the left of the main image. But if there is a carousel that when you click on it pops up, so it says video number of videos pops up, that's the number one thing you're looking at. So the videos in that carousel for us perform eight to 10 times better than videos that are not in that upper carousel. And probably at this moment, haven't rerun the numbers even more so because they've currently removed that lower carousel. So that upper carousel is all the more important when you're looking at products to create shoppable content for. And then the next thing you're going to look at is going to be how many videos and how many influencers are in that upper carousel. So there's a total of six spaces in that upper carousel. Um, and that can only be brands and influencers. So if the brand has two videos up there, there are four spots for influencers. So I want you to find as many upper carousels that don't have any other influencers in it as possible so that you can be in there as the only person. And even when you're getting started, like um, people look at you know sales velocity based on what Amazon gives us and some of those other things. And I do want you to pay attention to that. But even if it's a lower selling item and it gives you the opportunity to be the only person there, it's still going to produce for you, right? So it's like if you have 10,000 sales on a you know listing that already has six influencers and you have you know an open carousel with no other influencers and they're doing 500 sales, you know, yeah, there's not as enough uh, not as much traffic on that page clearly. And if you're the only person there, it still gives you that like starting traffic or that that starting traction as you're like getting up and running. Yeah. So those are like the two main things that you'll be looking at. And then you can start to combine them with other things like um, you want about a 4.4 or higher in way of the rating, right? That's where mathematically I can tell you it starts to positively impact how the listing in general does, but also how it impacts your video. Um, and then you want price point. So if you're shopping for daily use items, work within your budget, all those things. If you can ideally push into that like $100 item mark, those tend to just, I mean, when you're talking about one to 4% commission, if you're talking about a $20 item versus a $100 item in a 1% commission category versus a 4% commission category, I mean, you can be talking about like 18 cents versus $4 per sale in there. So you start to kind of combine some of those factors, but 
initially that upper carousel and how many other influencers are on there. And if you just start doing that, you will start seeing traction as you get started. Absolutely. And I think so the upper carousel is number one priority. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if there's no other influencer videos, that's the best because your chance of getting placement is you. So Amazon controls all of this. Yes. You have no say in where your video goes. Correct. Now you could make a video for a product that has six inf- or four influencer videos up there, right? Or five, yes. and you could still get placement, but that's yes. all on Amazon. Your chances are much lower than if there's not, if there's nothing there, your chances go up significantly to get placed there. In fact, I think everything that I have done that has had empty slots has been placed. Yes. Uh, the couple of videos that I have that were already full have never been placed. And mm. I just made them because I already had the items. And I yeah. was like, well, it was more like, I'm just going to keep practicing making videos. Uh, <laughs> so something about that you said about the money, which I do agree with you, because I've reviewed, I think you and I have reviewed the same things, like the treadmill desk, the treadmill, yes. uh, you know, those I make like five or six bucks every time someone buys the treadmill versus my window washer, which I make like 82 cents. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The difference is, and this is where I think this goes to like the person who's creating the contents mentality. My window washer video gets a hundred views a day. Yes. Right. My treadmill desk gets five to 10. Right. So I make the same amount of money. Between yeah. the two, because the window. W- so if if you find a yeah. less expensive product with like a very high amount of sales, mm-hmm. and you can tell that from a couple of things, like how many reviews are on the item, their rank, which is down below, mm-hmm. uh, like their Amazon sales rank, you can actually see that on the listing page. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see some of that. So if you're like, well, yeah, this is only like a $35 product. However, it's got 82,000 reviews. Um <laughs> Yeah, it might be worth making the video because even if you're only going to make 55 cents a, a time, chances are if there's an opportunity in the carousel for you, you yeah. will drive revenue. And honestly, some of the items that are cheaper are much easier to make a video about. Um, yeah, you know the treadmill thing. I it took like three camera angles, and you know it's, it's me awesome. walking on the treadmill, which is just horrific. Like it's just everything I didn't want to do, right? Mm-hmm. But I was like, but it's about the money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> suck yeah. it up. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it is interesting, too. I, I do want to call out for everybody. Like, we're talking about if you're buying an item, right? Yeah. Like, these are the things we want you to look for. If you own an item, create the content. Yes. Like, this is not like, if you need to prioritize things around your house, okay. But truly, like, as you get started, I just want you to walk around your house and film everything. Like, everything... It, you didn't have to buy it on Amazon. If it has a listing on Amazon, you can create content for it, right? And that's how most people get started is just creating content for everything in their house and then starting into like, but you just start adding this into your like shopping Mm-hmm. as you go right so like you're recording yeah. everything around your house and you add in this information as you start buying daily items so like i needed a knife set well i went and found like you know a new knife set that fit what i wanted with most of these factors right and you mm-hmm. start like playing with it that way but if you have the item please create content for it yeah and i think you made up two good points one Amazon is not matching if you purchase this from Amazon. So those Correct. are you don't have to show anything. You just have to make sure it is the exact same mm-hmm. item. Do not try to get away with like it's close. Mm-hmm. Uh cuz you that could get your account suspended or banned. Yep. Uh but like here I'm holding a I have a Yeti. It's a, just like one of those Yeti coffee cups that I'm drinking out of right now. 
They sell that on Amazon. They also yep. sell it at Sports Authority and Dick's and probably they don't sell them at Target, but like they sell yeah. them at a variety of they sell them at the Yeti store. I actually bought this Yeti, I think, at the Yeti store. However, they sell this exact same Yeti in same color, same lid, everything on Amazon. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to, I could review this on Amazon because it yeah. is literally the exact same product. So before you buy a thing on Amazon, walk around your house. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did when I got started. I was like, oh, I just bought this window washer. I'll review it. Um, I didn't buy the window washer to review. I bought it because I was having my house renovated and my windows were literally disgusting. And I was (laughs) like, I think this is more than like a paper towel and some Windex. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And then the same thing with the desk and the treadmill. I didn't, when I bought those, I was not doing any strategic yeah. I was just like, I, I'm fat. I need a treadmill desk. Like, I need to walk of, more. Like yeah. I can't keep sitting all day long. I have to do something. So yeah. anyway. Um, yeah. So I think that's step one is you go find products in your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, then next step, strategic buying. So if yep. you do want a treadmill desk, which I highly recommend for everybody, actually, yes. you just, you feel better. I don't know. We don't, we don't yep. even get on a rant about like treadmill desks, <laughs> but it just keeps you from like, ugh, your back's yeah. like, you know, I'm going to have like scoliosis or something, Oops, yeah, you know, whatever. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like next time, not the next time I buy a treadmill desk, I'm never buying another one. But <laughs> if you go to buy something like a treadmill desk, do a little research, see yep. if there's some slots. Cause the reality is, is like a lot of these things on Amazon are almost exactly the same, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's five sellers selling almost the exact same product. Yeah. So it's not like, well, I have to buy the inferior desk so that I can make a review. No, they're the same. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, and then, and then once you make your videos, and I remember Liz bugged me to get in this program for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. And then she showed me her tent video. And I was like, wait a second, you're getting like a thousand dollars a month because you videoed yourself putting up a tent. I did. Like, that's dumb. <laughs> I know. It sounds so ridiculous. It's like, wait, you made yeah. over $5,000 on this video. It's a, like yeah. a three and a half minute video of me yes. putting up a shade Literally, tent. she stuck her phone on a tripod and set up a tent by herself and then yeah. voiceovered. It's a great video, but like, no, nothing it's, not. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's not, it's not an academy. It's no Matt Damon. Okay. It's not a Matt Damon <laughs> work of art. Okay. <laughs> well, let's be clear. The content is fine and yes. it does provide value for the shopper. Yes. My editing skills. I mean, still are rudimentary at best. Yes. However, we're terrible. Like, so at one point I like, uh, cause I was learning to edit an iMovie at one point, this is to the tune of if I can do this, so can you, right? I had it in split screen and there's nothing in the other side of the screen. It's just me on one <laughs> side of the screen, putting up the tent, but I like messed up the iMovie editing. So Yep. And that's the video that may has made me over $5,000. I mean, don't turn in that kind of garbage, but like. Just yeah. so you know, it is do it awesome. better than that. Do it better. Because <laughs> uh, Amazon does like can review these videos. So you want to make sure that you are creating good content. But what this, the selling point of that video was that Liz is like, hey, I'm five foot four and I can put up this soccer tent by myself because usually it takes like six people, lots of foul language and your kids are disowning you by the end. I'm never helping dad put up a tent again. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the only other influencer on there at the time was like a six foot tall man. Yeah. So you're like, whatever. And I was like, hang on a minute. Like I do this, but it's different than the way he does it. And that's yeah. the appeal of the, right. But if you, yeah. again, it goes back to like, what's the value in it for the person shopping? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't want a tent that I have to call my neighbors over to help yeah. put up in my backyard. So yeah, no. Yeah. If Liz can do it, anybody can. No, exactly. Just- I mean, seriously, right. <laughs> 
but yeah, so once she told me that, I was like, oh, I need to get on this. This is this is dumb that I'm not doing this. But now I'm a full now. I'm a, I mean, I, I literally wrote a course with Liz about this. So clearly right. I'm a believer. I, I can, <laughs> as soon as I, so when I put my three videos up and got accepted, like within two or three days, I made like 78 cents. Right. Which is <laughs> literally earth shattering money. Yes. But here's the thing with that. Like, obviously, people are like, I'm not doing this for 78 cents. <laughs> it was like, oh, it works. Like mm-hmm. I made the videos. They got placement. Someone watched it and bought the window washer. I'm rich, right? Because I'm like, yeah. all I need is for 487 million other people <laughs> to buy the window washer. Yeah. No. But, but if you think about how much money Amazon does every day, it starts to be like, oh, it's grow. It's going to just grow. If I could earn 4% of what I spend on Amazon every day, like, <laughs> that's, I'm like, I'm rich. Exactly. But when I saw it, it was like that when you see the first little piece of money come in, and we talked about this on the podcast that got trashed. Like when I first started blogging, my very first brand deal was for Weight Watchers Twinkies. And they sent me a box of Twinkies for Weight Watchers. And they were like, write write a review on your website. So I literally wrote like a five paragraph review of a Twinkie, which I don't (laughs) I don't eat any kind of Twinkies. So like that was the irony of the whole thing. Like my kids ate them all. And I'm like, none of them need to be on Weight Watchers. They all need to gain weight. (laughs) But it was that same feeling of like, oh. I've been creating content on this blog, you know, for a year. I think mm-hmm. I can make money. I don't really know how to make money because it's like 2008 and <laughs> you know, people weren't talking about it like they are today. And it was like, oh, Weight Watchers found me. So they found my site. They noticed me. They want to work with me. Like, what's the what's the ceiling here? Right. Like, right. and we we talked on this episode that we, we can't air was that like. <laughs> You know, four years later, I'm signing a five figure brand deal with a television program. And Mm -hmm. like in it, I mean, I worked really hard to get there, but like the work itself was fun. Right. So it's that's how I felt when I got that like first sale with the influencer program. I was like, oh, they noticed me. Uh, (laughs) This is scalable. Like I can make more window washing videos. Although, side note, I had my kids film me because. (laughs) I was actually washing the windows. I was like, I'm killing two birds with one stone here. Um, And like, so if you make video, you know that you have like regular personality and video personality. And video personality is like four levels above regular personality. My regular personality is very low. Like, (laughs) it's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm not super loud. I'm not like, I'm kind of go with the flow for the most part. You turn a video camera on and I'm like, hey, everybody. How? And so they second they hit record. I'm like, today we're going to talk about. And all of a sudden, all three of them are collapsing on the floor, crying, laughing. The camera, the phone is on the floor. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is what you do, people. Like, this is how you win. This is how, this is how we're paying for things, kids. Hold the phone. Anyway, they what couldn't I- keep a straight face the whole filming because they're like, you're just acting weird. One of my friends, Sarah, I used to take sales calls in front of her, like at her house. This is back in the day with toddlers and everything yeah. else. And Sarah would be like, where's phone Liz? Cause like, yeah. I'd be sitting on her couch eating pop tarts, like, yeah. you know, doing whatever admin work. And then I'd pick up a sales call and be like, Hey, how are you? Good to hear from you. And she would look at me from across the room and like, who kidnapped you? <laughs> like what just happened? <laughs> yeah. It's definitely like, my kids are like, that's not your phone voice. And I was exactly. like, my phone voice wants to trick people that I'm actually grown up. Like, 
I need people to trust me right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to give a good impression <laughs> anyway. So I don't recommend your kids filming it because it literally it took us, it's like a two and a half minute video. I want to say it took us an hour and a half to film it. I was so <laughs> irritated with all of them by the end. And it was only because we were still in the middle of the renovation. I didn't know where any of my, I didn't know where my tripod was nothing. Mm. So I had to have somebody holding my phone and I was like, at this point, I'd be better off to hold it myself. And like, <laughs> no. Anyway, so let's just say you've made some videos, you've made your 78 cents and you're like, listen, this thing is works. It's the real deal. I'm ready to get serious. Let's talk about the tool because to me, the tool yes. is your competitive advantage, obviously, as well as like a game changer as far as like efficiency for finding those products. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the tool, the Fluencer Fruit Extension, it takes all of those factors and a couple others like that we talked about and creates a weighted score. So it weights how much each of those impacts how well your video does or how well that product listing has potential for and scores it, right? So for those people who are getting started with product research, it's like a jumping off point, right? But then the other thing that it does is it creates um, a way for you to streamline your process, right? So we all know that our time is valuable and clicking in and out of every listing and trying to figure out if, you know, weigh all the factors, it's just time consuming really at the end of the day. And so the extension pulls all of that information. If it has an upper carousel, how many influencers are there open carousel slots, scores it, along with a number of other, what's the affiliate commission, what's the influencer commission, right? Because those commission percentages are attached to the seller's category of the product, not necessarily where it's ranked for its best seller category. So a couple like nuanced backend things that otherwise you just kind of have to guess at and brings them to wherever you are. So if you're on a search results page, you can see all of that information by listing or in a dropdown, makes it super fast and easy in your browsing history, on the bestseller page, on storefront pages. So if you're evaluating, you know, which it's not on, um, which product from a certain seller. So like which shade tent from this company mm -hmm. am I going to do next, right? I can go to their storefront page and it will show me all of that information on one spot. Um, so it just really makes it much faster and much easier. Plus it gives you that score. So you can very quickly eliminate those lower ones that you're like, nope, no upper carousel, oversaturated, whatever the case is. And you can just skip those and keep moving. The other thing that the extension does, and this was one of those functionalities that I was excited when it came out that I had kind of forgotten that other people would be excited about, which was a really funny dynamic. I released it and people were like, oh my God, that's amazing. But I was like so consumed with using it myself. Once you start having videos, you get Creator Hub on the back end and you can see all your videos and like their watch time and some of that. Well, the extension creates an additional column called video placement which tells you if and where your video is placed based on the ASIN that you have tagged. And so it will tell you, do you have upper carousel, lower carousel, no carousel placement? And you can filter by that placement on the page. And what we were doing prior to this is clicking into the video, clicking into the listing, clicking into the carousel, checking to see if we had placement, maybe writing it down, maybe just remembering somewhere in the back of our head and then doing the next one. It was a really heavy lift for auditing all of your content to see if you've lost placement on a carousel and some of those things. So the extension is just truly designed 
to help you streamline your process. And our goal is to surface all of the things you need as an influencer about a listing or about your video, no matter where you are on Amazon. So I think my, I have a couple favorite features of the tool. Uh, the the placement is really cool where it's how it shows you where you're placed only because before, if you saw your video getting some traction, mm -hmm. like you saw views or maybe you saw some sales, you would then have to go click to the listing, try to yep. find your video. And here you're like, oh, upper carousel. Perfect. Great. Move on. Yep. Um, that's an awesome feature. Actually, one feature that you and I talked about early on was there's a low stock feature. Mm -hmm. So the tool actually tells you if the product is low in stock. My opinion is you wouldn't, you shouldn't really make a lot of content about low stock products because yeah. as I did, made a video, edited the video, lost the video in the ether, made the video again, uh, went to post it. And it's like, this product's out of stock. And I was like, awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, <laughs> and I just wasn't paying attention. Actually, I think it was one of those products I bought, but I wasn't paying attention to that. And I, now I'm like, isn't it, is it have a decent stock? Perfect. Then I'm still going to make the video. <laughs> The other feature that I love, and actually it's funny because I know you use a bookcase as like one of your like, uh, I don't know what the examples. She always yeah. lives like kind of like Scott Volker with the garlic press. Liz yeah. is the bookcase. Yeah. But I actually, I actually was thinking about getting a bookcase the other day. I was like, you know what? I could really use a bookcase here. And uh, of course, I went to search and I immediately felt like you because I was like, every time I see Liz's computer, bookcase is open on the search. <laughs> but when you are looking for like, I want a bookcase, I want it to be six feet tall. And you put that in the Amazon search bar, the tool will actually drop down on the search page. And so I don't even look at products that don't have some sort because it's like one of the things where I need it, but I also would like to review it because they're expensive. Yep. And so I didn't even look at the bookcases that didn't fit in the, you know, didn't have the banana score of, I think you recommend 70. Yeah. I'll, I'll take a 65 if it's like a, something I really want, but like seven, I, I try to stay above the 70. I actually found a bookcase that's a 95. Um, <laughs> I think I know which one it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I spent so much time demoing I'm sure you the do. tool on the bookshelf section. Yeah. <laughs> Part of me is like, how much do I like it? I like it at 95 enough, I think. Like, <laughs> It fits most of my parameters. So I was like, yeah, this might be, I might be able to make this work. But anyway, those are my three favorite features of the tool just yeah. because they, I do a lot of, I'm sort of in that middle category right now. Um, mm. I'm buying products strategically. And occasionally if I come across like a unicorn product, I will buy it even if I don't need it to review, yeah. but I buy so much on Amazon. I'm like in the, like, I could be strategically still making $5,000 a month because of the volume of Amazon products I purchase yeah. <laughs> yep. on a regular basis. Uh, so anyway, those are my three favorite parts of the tool. I think personally, the tool is something that if you want to take that step from like nap time influencer mm. to side hustle influencer, where this is two to $3,000 a month for you, the tool is something that you need. One more thing that I want to cover on really quick before we wrap this up is there is an additional way to make revenue as an influencer, and that mm -hmm. is working directly with the brands. Yes. You want to talk a little bit about how that works as an influencer? Absolutely. So the upside for Amazon sellers is that Amazon influencers are FTC and Amazon terms of service compliant. And Amazon has placed our content onto seller's product listings, right? Um, so what we do, and this is the other side of what I'm doing with Fluencer Fruit is the agency, <clears throat> is we'll work with brands 
and match them with influencers who we vet and know create good content. So as an influencer, it gives you the opportunity to work directly with um, the brand who has a vested interest in how this product performs, right? So what most of my conversations with brands right now are like, um, hey, I have this product. I've got decent traction. I need to improve my conversion rate. Here are the things that people have the most questions about. Or one of the conversations I had the other day, which is really fascinating to me, he has a product for your back. And he was like, I get a lot of returns because people don't understand that it's like a three-month process, not an overnight process, right? Mm -hmm. And so it gives influencers an opportunity to really create value for the sellers, for the shoppers. Um, We do like a flat fee. So the influencers make a flat fee and the seller pays a flat fee. We're not doing like ongoing commission extensions that other people are doing. Um, But it's a really, I love it because it is really an opportunity to help sellers create value on their product listing in a way that helps the buyer make a more confident buying decision, which is Amazon's stated purpose for the influencer program. Um, so yeah, so we have the opportunity to help answer questions that like have led to a lot of returns or that maybe sometimes people get wrong or just show different use cases around the same product. And, you know, the stat is like 76% of people believe UGC user generated content, which is basically what influencer content is more than brand content. So we have the opportunity to talk about a product genuinely in a way that the brand cannot. And I think that's just a really cool opportunity. And so it's a lot of value, like all of us working in the Amazon ecosystem, this is such a clear opportunity for us to bridge the gap between sellers and influencers in a way that wins for everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a like, <clears throat> it's a really cool opportunity for both sides. Yeah. And one of the things that I think about someone who's worked in the influencer space for a really long time with mm-hmm. both brands and and influencers is that a lot of times I hear from brands, oh, well, I contacted this influence, uh, this Instagram influencer and mm-hmm. they posted it on their influence, their Instagram page. And I got like five clicks. And, you know, a lot of that's about the algorithm of Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's really hard to drive people off a platform, things like that. And brands tend to get irritated and influencers get irritated because brands can be annoying. They don't know how to deal with them. And so it's yep. this like really cruddy system. But with the Amazon influencer program, what I like about what you're doing is that, you know, it's first of all, flat fee. So yep. the brand sends the influencer the product, they create the video, they get, you know, whether the video gets placed or not, the influencer gets paid. Yep. So the influencer is making their flat fee. The influencer then can make commission. So like if the video is on the upper carousel, you are going to make commission off that product. And on the brand benefit side, if your product, and I think you've done some case studies on this and you have more on the way, mm-hmm. but what you're seeing is if there is that user-generated content, the influencer video on the upper carousel listing, the sales volume increases pretty significantly for the brand. And so they're getting that sales velocity on Amazon, which is so critical in that highly competitive space. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously you're going to do PPC and all those other things, but this is a way to definitely um, push a listing maybe to the top that was sitting at like two or three. Um, So there's a lot of opportunity for brands and it doesn't get messy. Like, well, I sent them something and they didn't, you know, it's like they didn't post or this or that. Mm -hmm. This is like just a set deal. Like 
brand pays, influencer gets the product, influencer yep. makes the video, influencer gets paid, you know, and I think also the brand does, you can work it out where the brand does have rights to that video. Is that part of the deal? Yeah, yeah it's an extra fee. And yeah. most of the influencers, I actually only have one at the moment in the agency who she's like, I don't sell rights to my videos, but yeah. like everybody else has a fee somewhere in there that they're willing to sell like the rights. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good opportunity for sellers and for influencers to make some additional revenue just to like throw out some numbers. Let's just say you're an influencer, you're doing this part-time, you're making two to $3,000 a month. You might also be making two to $3,000 a month in brand deals. Yep. So that's a really good opportunity. And then also the revenue just recurs as far as the commissions go on Amazon. Yep. Yep. So yeah. Anyway, if you're interested in that part of it. So as an influencer, I highly recommend the tool Fluencer Fruit. We'll put a link below the show notes. If you're an Amazon seller or if you are an influencer already uh, and you're interested in maybe trying to navigate some brand deals, because we talk about this a lot in the course, but there's like agents and brands and agents are really difficult to work with. Brands are also difficult to work with, but we, Liz makes that a little bit easier for you guys. Um, and, you know, I, I think there's just a great opportunity here to earn revenue. I think this is absolutely like a full-time opportunity for people. Also can be a really nice side hustle. Uh, how can people get a hold of you if they want to like book a call and learn more about the extension? Um, it, I have a landing page for you guys and it's just fluencerfruit.com slash profitable audience. So I'll have all of the information there from if you're a content creator, getting to the course, if you're already an influencer, getting to the tool. And if you're a brand being able to book a call, it's all in one place for you. So if you just head there, it will tell you all the things. Perfect. Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate you coming back for round two and recording number 72, but this is awesome. <laughs> Check the show notes for all the information and we'll see you next week. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Now, for more information about this episode, go to ProfitableAudience.com slash podcast, where we list all of the tools and resources mentioned in our show notes. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. When you write us a review, it not only makes our day, but it helps keep this podcast up in the ranks so other people can use this information, find the show more easily, and get some awesome business advice. Leaving a review is by far the best way to support the show. And please tell your friends because the greatest compliment that you can give us is to provide a referral to someone else, either in person or to share it on the web. And if you're interested in building your own profitable audience, subscribe to our free six-day mini course where we walk you through the exact steps needed to find your niche, build a website, grab email subscribers, and monetize your content. You can sign up at profitableaudience.com free. Thanks for listening.